Hello, welcome to our daily reflection for Thursday the 28th of January. My name is Anne Steen. I am the Assistant Hub Leader in the Chapelfields Hub and our reading today is from the first book of Corinthians chapter 11 verses 2 to 16. I commend you because you remember me in everything and maintain the traditions just as I handed them on to you. But I want you to understand that Christ is the head of every man and the husband is the head of his wife and God is the head of Christ. Any man who prays or prophesies with something on his head disgraces his head. But any woman who prays or prophesies with her head unveiled disgraces her head. It is one and the same thing as having her head shaved. For if a woman will not veil herself, then she should cut off her hair. But if it is disgraceful for a woman to have her hair cut off or to be shaved, she should wear a veil. For a man ought not to have his head veiled, since he is the image and reflection of God. But woman is the reflection of man. Indeed, man was not made from woman, but woman from man. Neither was man created for the sake of woman, but woman for the sake of man. For this reason, a woman ought to have a symbol of authority on her head because of the angels. Nevertheless, in the Lord, woman is not independent of man, or man independent of woman. For just as woman came from man, so man comes through woman. But all things come from God. Judge for yourselves. Is it proper for a woman to pray to God with her head unveiled? Does not nature itself teach you that if a man wears hair long, it is degrading to him? But if a woman has long hair, it is her glory. For her hair is given to her for a covering. But if anyone is disposed to be contentious, we have no such custom, nor do the churches of God. Well, there's quite a lot going on this reading that is of its own time and place, socially, culturally and religiously. And it makes it very hard to understand just what is going on sometimes. For instance, religiously, Paul wrote this against a background of Christianity being a new religion, just emerging from Judaism, and one that was looked on with suspicion by so many people. And it appears that Paul is trying to address an issue that was going on in the new church in Corinth. And it being written in such a different time and place makes it harder for us to understand what Paul was saying. For instance, Corinth at the time was one of the most licentious cities in the ancient world. And Paul is trying to make it clear that Christians are different from such things. Christians were seen as different enough without going against local customs. And at that time, an uncovered head was a sign of a woman of loose morals. And so Paul rejects that a woman should uncover her head. In Corinth, respectable women did did nothing to draw attention to themselves. And they must not draw attention to themselves as Christians in any unhelpful way. So without getting into debates about what Paul actually meant in the details of this letter, what can we take from this as principles that he was teaching a new Christian community? I have some thoughts, but you may have some of your own. Firstly, for me, Paul is saying that nothing should distract in worship. If women breaking social and religious convention by uncovering their heads is distracting, it shouldn't be done. And if man-breaking religious convention and covering his head in worship is distracting, it should not happen. We do all that we can not to distract others in worship. And Paul was telling them that it was not part of a Christian's life to needlessly flout conventions, 
There were far more important things to be done than to stir up any sort of controversy and outrage proprieties needlessly. He didn't want there to be any misconceptions about what might be happening in Christian life and Christian worship. He was saying that nothing must come in the way of spreading the good news of Jesus and of people becoming Christians. As to have people talking about Christianity in the wrong way would do. It would come in the way of mission. And that the thing of overriding importance was Christian mission. And we are not to let arguments over custom and practice get in the way of that mission. And to needlessly do things that are unhelpful to our mission as Christians is wrong. And lastly for us today, in in verse 11, Paul says, Nevertheless, in the Lord, woman is not independent of man, or man independent of woman. For just as women come from man, so man comes through women. But all things come from God. Whatever our views on roles and relationship between men and women, this verse makes it clear that mission is for everybody. It is not something confined to one gender or the other. It is for all. And furthermore, in the Lord, women, <coughs> woman is not independent of man or man independent of woman. But we are dependent upon each other. There is a mutuality in God and in mission. So to summarise, we do not do anything that detracts other people from worship. Nor do we do anything that brings shame and disgrace upon Jesus and impair our Christian ministry. Furthermore, Christian mission is for everybody because Christians are mutually dependent on each other. Amen.